It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey guys, Gronk here, calling a 30-second hair huddle. When it comes to tackling hair loss, Hims has you covered. From clinically proven regrowth treatments to thickening shampoo and conditioner. Just go to 4 for a free consultation. Then a licensed medical provider can help you with your game plan. If prescribed, Hims ships directly to your door. Get your hair back in the game with Hims. Try today and get a 90-day money-back guarantee at 4 Just go to 4 slash NFL. That's 4 slash NFL. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. You are Locked On Packers, your daily Green Bay Packers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. We're going to be okay. It is time. It is time. I feel like we can run the table. I really do. You are Locked On Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for SB Nation. I cover the NFL for Fansided and Pro Football Weekly. And you can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Packers. And you can find all of the podcast content at LockedOnPackers.com. We are in the offseason. We are in full dead season mode, really, for the NFL And I'm glad you're sticking with the show, whether you're listening to this on Monday, the 25th, when it comes out, or if this is a week from now, the good thing about these shows and the fact that we're going to continue to do them three times a week until training camp starts is most of them are going to be non-time sensitive. So if you're going to take a vacation, if you're going to take some time off from the internet, which is probably a good thing for a lot of us, if You just don't have time to get caught up on podcasts, which I totally understand. I am behind on my shows, my podcasts at all times. The summer is the only time I'm caught up because it's the only time when there's not a million sports on and I I have time to listen to Mark Maron. I have time to listen to some of those ringer pop culture podcasts that are out there. I have time to listen to other shows that are not necessarily about sports, and those can back up over the course of your your fall, your winter. And now with so much interest in the NBA, there there are so many great NBA podcasts out there. There are there are great NBA podcasts on the Ringer Podcast Network. I highly recommend if you have a favorite team, if it's not the Bucks, that's fine. It probably should be, but there is a podcast for every NBA team, so go find that. Now is the time to get caught up on all of your podcasts, and I I hope that this show is on your list of must-listens, and must-listens when it comes out the first time, and not a week later. I understand schedules are schedules, but I want you to feel like you have to listen to this show because... You're getting analysis you're not getting anywhere else. Or you're getting it more in-depth than you're getting it anywhere else. That is the beauty of the podcast. One of the best things about being able to write and podcast is I can get more in-depth on this show than I can in a 600 or 800 word piece. So hopefully I'm able to bring that to you, that you're enjoying it even in the off-season. And and this is an interesting show, I think, because Mike McCarthy said... There are still players on the market that Green Bay 
would like, that there are players they covet. They feel like there are still guys available in free agency that can help this team. And and Clay Matthews, for example, said he thinks they need some help at outside linebacker. And so what I thought we would do today is look at some of the players out there because when I went through it, there were actually some some names that I had forgotten about, some names that are, are pretty recognizable for even casual fans when it comes to free agency and guys that that the Packers could still bring in and be a part of this team. And I wanted to run down the list of guys who who are available, who could be on the Packers radar and and guys who, you know, maybe maybe wouldn't be. And so let's start with what Clay Matthews said and, and mentioned about the situation at outside linebacker. The problem for Green Bay is there just aren't that many options. There isn't this list of guys that can come in and, and you are sure can give you rotation level play at outside linebacker. Guys who can rush the passer, who can help you, and who would be better than Vince Beagle, Reggie Gilbert. You have to always weigh bringing in a free agent against the development of the players that are already on your roster. You don't just bring in a veteran to bring in a veteran. Remember, Mike Pettin's line, it was it was a great line. If you wanted someone who just knew the scheme, you'd hire another coach. You need someone who can play. And that is a, a, a critical element to all of this because... Green Bay can't just bring in a body to bring in a body because Vince Beagle could be better than that guy. Reggie Gilbert could be better than that guy. Even Kendall Donerson, with his athletic tools, would you rather him be playing in the preseason than someone else? And as I was looking at the list of, of players that are available, there are there are three names that jump out. And they're, they, they jump out for different reasons. The first is Ahmad Brooks because he was on this team last year. And the Packers clearly had interest in him then because they signed him. Now, when Brooks played, he did play well. The problem is he had back problems all season and wasn't really able to provide much of anything on a consistent basis for this team. I don't think, barring an injury to Green Bay's group, that that would be an option. Now, the other two names are much more interesting to me. Connor Barwin and Shane McClellan. Now, Barwin, for for obvious reasons, I think, is the more intriguing talent simply because he is a proven NFL player. We've seen him perform at a high level relatively recently. Now, I understand he's not in his prime physically anymore, but he was an incredible athlete in his prime. Even if he is just a fraction of that, as a rotational pass-rushing outside linebacker, I think he still has some juice, and the Packers have shown interest in him in the past. And so if you're looking for connections between guys that the, the, the Packers have had interest in in the past, he is clearly one of those players. He is still drawing interest from a number of teams, but has yet to sign a deal. He may wait until training camp. I think that is a smart move by him. Someone gets hurt or or something like that, and then suddenly he has a lot more leverage to sign a deal. Right now, everyone feels great about their roster, so why why give Barwin what he wants? 
whether or not another team is willing to pay more than Green Bay, whether or not he'd be willing to take a little bit of a discount to play for a Super Bowl contending team, we'll see. And Shea McClellan is not interesting because of any sort of track record that he has in the league. But he is someone that Green Bay liked coming out of Boise State. The Bears drafted him ahead of Green Bay. Green Bay was not able to take him. And he's been on a couple teams, none of whom have found him to be a useful player. Now, that doesn't mean that he's not, but it does mean that he has never consistently been a good player. And so does he, again, like Ahmad Brooks, does he provide more for you than allowing guys like Vince Beagle and Reggie Gilbert to just go out there and play? If Nick Perry suffers an injury, maybe it makes more sense. If Clay Matthews suffers an injury in training camp, maybe I should say when that happens, then maybe it makes more sense. I, right now, I don't see any I don't see any of these players signing between now and camp. And I just I don't know that it's realistic to think that any of them are likely to sign full stop. I think more likely what what Green Bay did last year when Brooks was cut in training camp. We're talking about getting close to the season. I mean, he was cut in in mid to mid-August, I think. And so that makes more sense to me that a team will say, okay, you're a veteran on this squad. We no longer think you're going to perform for us at the level of your contract. And because it is advantageous to us financially to cut you now, maybe that opens up a spot for Green Bay to say, we'll, we'll take you. And it's a veteran and it's someone that they think can come in and give them rotation level minutes right away. Short of that, I, I just don't see a lot out there for Green Bay in terms of guys that they would feel better about than the players that are already in camp. Vince Beagle is going to get a chance to earn rotation snaps. Reggie Gilbert is going to get a chance to earn rotation snaps. And I, I just I, I don't think that they're going to waste time trying to integrate a veteran body that they don't think can come in and be a be a borderline starter. I mean, I, when they signed Ahmad Brooks, they thought he could be a third linebacker, a guy who played a lot. Someone like Julius Peppers or Dayton Jones when they had all four of those guys where you are going to split snaps and rotate and have these guys on the field a lot. Unless they can find someone who is that, it doesn't make sense to, to bring someone in and have to integrate them into this defense, especially late in the game. Unless that player is someone who can come in and give you borderline starter quality snaps on a consistent week-to-week basis. Before we move on, I want to remind you about our Pro Football Focus Edge subscription giveaway. Put your name and your Twitter handle in a review of this podcast on iTunes and you'll be entered to win a Pro Football Focus Edge subscription. That's a $39.99 value and gets you access to player grades, fantasy projections, rankings, tools, charts, all sorts of daily fantasy information, player and team information, information that I use in my writing every day, and information that all 32 NFL teams use. Get the data the pros use and do it for free when you win our contest. Just put your name and your Twitter handle in a review of this podcast to enter. Hey, listen up, FanDuel Fantasy players. Your day is about to get 20% better. 
This is Vinny Iyer, host of Lockdown Fantasy Football here on the Lockdown Network, and I have an offer for you. Start playing fantasy this football season, and FanDuel will give you a 20% bonus on your first deposit. That's up to $500. That's a big-time bonus, and all you need to do to claim it is to make your first deposit on FanDuel. I love the fantasy contests they have on FanDuel. So many different ways to play, cash games, tournaments. I like to challenge myself there Take my fantasy football knowledge to the next level. Many different types of game formats you can pick from. Main slate, single game, best ball, snake draft, and you can even play private contests with your friends. And there's an awesome slate of games on hand every single week. You can get the players that you don't have in your redraft leagues into your lineup. Try to get that big time return on investment. Every week is a new chance for you to win big at FanDuel and that's what I love about it. Experience season long wins without the season long waits. Sign up today at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to claim your bonus and start playing today. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Agent location restrictions apply. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires after 30 days. David Harrison here, the Locked on Washington football team podcast, celebrating with you a 21-grain salute to a less boring sandwich thanks to Dave's Killer Bread. I don't know about you guys, but when I eat pizza, I eat it for the toppings, not the crust. And when I eat a sandwich, it's for what's inside the bread, not for the bread. But when I throw a sandwich on 21 whole grains and seeds, thin sliced bread from Dave's Killer Bread, it is the epitome of addition by subtraction. That thin sliced bread lets me focus on what's inside the sandwich, but also adds to the sandwich with killer taste, killer texture, killer nutrition, a subtle sweetness, and a seed coated crust. Dave's Killer Bread is America's number one organic bread bread for a reason it tastes so stinking good dave's killer bread is made with the highest quality organic and non-gmo ingredients and is power packed with whole grains fiber and protein visit daveskillerbread.com to learn more and look for dave's killer bread in the bread aisle of your local grocery store i think the most interesting discussion here is at safety because eric reed and kenny vaccaro are both still on the market And each has the opportunity to be starter-level players. There are extenuating circumstances with Reed and his relationship to Colin Kaepernick. NFL teams clearly wary of signing a player like Reed that has that association. Whether that's right or wrong and however you feel about that is irrelevant to whether or not the Packers want to sign him. Although that's not quite true. Uh, Because I think NFL teams are wary of signing players who have been associated with kneeling during the anthem precisely because of the way fans might feel about it. They don't want that sort of controversy associated with their team. Now, there is, though, working against that notion with Reed is the fact that Kenny Vaccaro remains unsigned. Vaccaro is, like Reed, a very talented, young safety. And so the fact that he is still on the market, I think, calls into question where the safety position is overall. Why are two talented players? Trey Boston is still a guy who is out there and available at safety. The fact that there are these these guys out there at this position, Tyvon Branch, is still out there at safety. I'm surprised that 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 number of safeties are still out there at a time when safety is an essential position to every defense and at a time when a lot of teams don't have top-end talent there. 
Now, I really like Josh Jones and HaHa Clinton Dix for the Green Bay Packers. We talked about HaHa in the Mailbag podcast last week, but they could use some depth beyond those top two guys because Kentrell Bryce is not a proven player. As much as I like Marwin Evans, he is not a proven player. So why not have a Vaccaro or a Reed on your roster to give you added flexibility? You could play all three of the safeties, Jones, Clinton Dix, and either Vaccaro or Reed. You could play all three, either deep, in the box, in the slot, wherever you wanted to play them. Now, you wouldn't you wouldn't love Clinton Dix, for example, in the slot, but someone like Kenny Vaccaro played slot corner in college. He can cover there. Someone like Eric Reed played in the box and played deep, has the range and the speed to make plays around the field. The, they're better than Kentrell Price. There's just no denying it. And, and this is not a question of developmental play because these guys are better right now than Kentrell Bryce will probably ever be. And so the idea that I mentioned earlier about stunting the growth of your young players in favor of a backup, that is bad team building. But if you can bring in a starting caliber player, a legitimate starting caliber player, a good player at a position, you should do it. Green Bay should sign one of these guys. It would make their team better. It is astonishing to me that so many of these safeties remain unsigned. And maybe as we get to training camp, their prices will come down or whatever the problem is. I mean, I can't speak to why so many of these guys are unsigned. We have the hint of an answer with Reed, although he has said he will stand for the anthem this year. But that is not a a, a question for these other players. And yet they also remained unsigned. So I I don't understand it. I don't understand it for Green Bay or any team that needs a safety that that has not signed one of these players. Mike Pettin likes to play multiple safeties. They're not going to move Quentin Rollins to safety, despite the fact that I think it might be a better position for him than corner. And so why not go after one of these guys? I, I, I don't understand the hesitancy to do that, but I think we have to take a little bit of a wait-and-see approach when it comes to this defense because just because Mike Pettin did something in the past doesn't mean he's going to do that again. This defense could look different than past defenses simply because Pettin is smart enough to understand that he needs to play to his, his talent. And speaking of his talent... We don't know what these corners look like. We don't know if Josh Jackson and Jair Alexander are good yet. And we don't know what what the status is of Tremont Williams in terms of his health and his explosiveness at his age. He looked good in camp. He looked good in OTAs. Can he stay healthy? Can he be and continue to play starter-level snaps? There are There are guys out there. There are corners out there, names that were associated with Green Bay at various times during the free agency process that are still out there. Brashad Breland is someone that was a question I got for the for the mailbag podcast that I didn't get to because he's now cleared, doesn't have a team. Dominique Rogers Cromartie is a starting level player, doesn't have a team. Could these be names that Green Bay, let's say there are struggles in camp, in training camp or preseason? And these guys don't look like they're ready for prime time. And 
The combination of King, Tremont Williams, and Devon House doesn't look like enough. Could those guys be on the table? If they're not already signed, I think so, depending on the price. Now, Delvin Bro, who's a player we talked about on this podcast a number of times, he re-signed with his Canadian team. So he must be he must be happy in Canada. Does that mean that if he got an NFL contract, he wouldn't try and get out of his Canadian contract? No, but I think it signals that he is happy with the situation he's in. He would rather take that guaranteed contract than worry about getting it back to the NFL. And and I'm not the kind of person that, that thinks that's a red flag. I think when you're a professional athlete and you have a limited window in which to make money, you have to maximize your earning potential when you can. And just because he signs this deal doesn't mean that in August the NFL can't call and say, hey, we'll give you a one-year X amount and we'll pay to get out of your Canadian contract. That could happen. And so, you know, that's it's not a done deal that he is a no-go. But there are, there are players at corner that should there be a, a potential problem, let's say Kevin King's shoulder doesn't heal the right way, or there's an injury, there are some guys, some veteran guys out there who could come in that, that Green Bay has expressed interest in, and not just in the past, in the past three months. So that's something to keep an eye on as we move forward, as we get closer to camp, deadlines spur action when it comes to contracts. And the longer these guys are not with teams, the less leverage they have when it comes to saying, you des- you should be paying me more money. Now, it is also true that if there is a big injury on a, on a contending team, let's say Marcus Peters goes down with a, with a season-ending injury for the Rams, a team that is banking on their corner depth and quality to be an essential part of their defense. Will they call Dominique Rogers, cromartie or Bashad Breeland and offer them a nice contract for one year? Maybe. That could be a different situation, though. And, we, and so we don't know those variables as of yet. But I think as we get closer to training camp, that is going to spur some action with some of these guys that we've mentioned so far. You are listening to Locked On Packers on the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one local daily sports podcast network. Be sure to catch up on everything around the league with Locked On NFL. And as we head into free agency in the NBA, the most exciting part of any offseason in any sport, NBA free agency, stay up to date on all of it with Locked On NBA. This episode is brought to you by Philips One by Sonicare. One up your brushing with Philips One. This one is the ideal one for those who are still using an old-school manual toothbrush. To all those people, it's time to take your brushing one level up. The solution is a simple one. It's the perfect timing one. It's the long-lasting battery-powered or USB rechargeable one. The comes in multiple colors to match you one. The one with a subscription that delivers new brush heads for just $5. Your teeth deserve this one. Philips One by Sonicare. One up your brushing. Learn more at philips.com slash one. That's P-H-I-L-I-P-S dot com slash O-N-E. This episode is brought to you by Shell. 
College football is best enjoyed at home. You know, the home that has no rooms because it's a stadium of 70,000 screaming fans. But wherever you are, ESPN and Shell can take your fandom further with savings up to 15 cents per gallon for Fuel Rewards members at Shell. Welcome home, football fans. Terms and conditions apply. See FuelRewards.com slash FuelYourFandom for details. Shell is an official sponsor of ESPN College Football. ESPN, the ESPN logo, and ESPN College Football are registered trademarks of ESPN Incorporated. Before we get out of here, I I think it is only right that we talk about two names that are out there that are on the minds of some Packer fans that are still being linked to the Green Bay Packers, and that's Des Bryant and Jeremy Macklin. Now, we've talked a, bit, a lot about Des on this show, so all I will say is I still think that is a possibility. I think it would take it would take an injury to really make the Packers want to go that direction. I would find it unlikely that Green Bay would go that direction, but I've been wrong. The name that I think is more interesting and and that I've put in this category for a reason is Jeremy Macklin, a player who played for Andy Reid and excels running the kinds of routes that, that Green Bay likes to run. Now, at his age, how productive can he still be? He can still give you snaps as a fourth receiver, a third receiver. So let's say that let's say this happens. Let's say Geronimo Allison looks mediocre in camp. And Michael Clark doesn't look quite ready. And none of these rookies really take the bull by the horns when it comes to grabbing that third receiver spot. Could Green Bay say, let's get a veteran? Come in here and have him play opposite Devontae Adams. He can play in the slot. He can play outside. He's a veteran who knows how to play. He's trustworthy. He's going to be in the right spots. And you have someone like, you, you You could just move on from someone like Geronimo Allison. Just say, look, we've got these young receivers we like. You're still on this team because of your rapport with the quarterback and your knowledge of this offense, but you haven't played well enough to give us confidence in what you're doing. And so we're going to move on. We're going to bring in this other player who we do have confidence is going to do the things that we need them to do. Is he going to be a world beater? No. Is he going to be a game breaker? No. But is he going to do enough to play and and contribute? Yeah, probably. And maybe maybe he can he can play well well enough long enough so that Jamon Moore or Equinemius St. Brown or Marquez Valdez Scanling or Michael Clark can play their way into the rotation. That is all you need. That that is why I think Des Bryant doesn't make sense. That Des Bryant is very much in the category of why bring in a veteran player who is just going to stunt the growth of your younger players. Just because Des is not not the elite player he used to be. If we're talking about 2014 Des, it's a no-brainer, but we're not. Now, I still think you could bring in Des. I have been on record as saying that. I still think you could do that. What 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 I am acknowledging is that you do that understanding that it, it could take your younger receivers a little bit longer to grow. Now, if you think Geronimo Allison is just a meh guy, is he just a guy? If he's just a guy, then you can bring in Des Bryant because you were hoping that that he wasn't going to play anyway. If you think he's good or you think that he can be a quality player in your offense, then you don't have to bring in anyone. This is all, I think, dependent on what we get from Clark and Allison because those are the guys. As I mentioned last week, those are the guys who are going to be given the opportunity to start on the other side of Devontae Adams. 
and I, I just don't think any of these young receivers are quite going to be ready at the start of the season to come in and play those snaps. And if it doesn't look like Allison or Clark will be ready either, that is when you have to start looking at veteran options. All right, on Wednesday, we will have the rest of that Greg Jennings conversation. I'm very excited to bring that to you. Greg was was really nice. I asked for you know 15 minutes and he gave me 40, which is why we have two podcasts. I, I recommend going back and listening to that Greg Jennings show from during the season. We talked about his expectations with Brett Hundley and we talked about some of his time with the Packers. We talked about Aaron Rodgers. We talked about a lot of different things and there were a lot of news items that came out. A lot of a lot of things about Dom Capers and the, the status of the players in that locker room and things that Mike McCarthy did. It was a fascinating conversation. I highly recommend that you go back and listen to it. And we wrote a post on AcmePackingCompany.com. We wrote a post at LockedOnPackers.com. You can go back and find those. Remember, you can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at LockedOnPackers. Go to the Facebook page. Like us on Facebook. Leave a comment. Start a conversation. Get engaged with our Locked On Packers community, please, because the point of all of this, the point of all the content that I create is to help you stay locked on.